0: Hey everybody, this is Jade and welcome to another episode of Jade Start Secrets Podcast. Yesterday I shared the first half of my story, sorry the first part of my story and in today's podcast episode I'm going to share with you the story of how Aaron and I met and it's a bit of a funny one. You may be in stitches when you listen to it so I hope you enjoy. So the big question is this, how do we have the freedom we crave so badly when we're stuck in jobs we don't like, leaving us unfulfilled Exhausted and trapped. What if I told you that you're already qualified enough to start building a life on your terms, the life of your dreams? That is the question, and this podcast will show you how by giving you the answers. My name is Jade Weller, and welcome to Jade Start Secrets podcast. It's a pretty cool story. I'll get in. Aaron. Yo. <laughs> Coming up.
1: Let's
0: share the story about how we met. Okay. <laughs> By this stage, I had I had healed from everything that had happened, um, and I was not looking for a relationship at all. <laughs> but I thought maybe we could share how we met. Um, so this night, I jumped in the car with some friends. Uh, I went down to the Gold Coast, and Aaron was having. We both went to this place called East, which was like a was it like a restaurant slash nightclub? Restaurant slash club, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was a restaurant in the evening and they were returning to a nightclub. Um, and Aaron was there with his friend. He was all dressed up in a suit looking spunky. That's
1: right. I had a job interview that day somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had this dress on and as I said, the big hole in my tooth and <laughs> the worst Australian accent you can imagine. But, um, I was down there having dinner with a friend We had this like big round table and, and she had all of her friends there. So I didn't know, I met them all in the night. She was, she had a modeling agency, uh, like a talent agency. And some of these people were associated with that agency and they were down there for a night promotion night for one of her talents or something. So anyway, we're all sitting around there having dinner and then one of her friends who I'd never met before, she comes up to me and she goes, you should go talk to that guy. I've been watching him and he's really different. And I sort of looked at her and I said, sorry, I'm not here to pick up. I was so scarred from having a boyfriend. I was healed, but I was like, I just want to be on my own for a while. I don't want a boyfriend right now. And um, she goes, no, no, honestly, just go talk to him. I've been watching him. He's different. And it was, you know how you have those moments in life where it's so odd. You go, this, I kind of can't ignore this because it was just so unusual. It must be the universe or something. So God, whatever. Like it, it was just odd. So I was like, okay, I'll go talk to him. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> me, it's all coming back to me, me now. In my infinite
0: <laughs> wisdom I was trying to think as I was walking down the stairs to the bar where Aaron was standing with his mate, I was trying to think <laughs> to myself, what am I saying to him? I I don't know what to say. And I was like, okay, um, there's a drink on the bar in front of him. I know what I'll say. So I walk up to the bar and Aaron's sort of standing there with his mate and I sort of walk up and I'm standing next to him and I sort of look over and I went, is that your drink on the bar? <laughs> what did you say? I said, yeah. And I said, oh, okay. And um, you said, why? And I said, well, you shouldn't leave it unattended like that. It might get spiked. <laughs>
1: It was the. It was, it was the, the
0: worst pickup line you could ever. It was realize. so
1: bad that I was immediately intrigued by this woman <laughs> that was saying this to me. I was like, "Who is this girl, and why would you say that to me?" That's the craziest pickup line I've ever heard. <laughs> and He I
0: mean, kind of just looked at
1: me oddly and went, "Thanks for that." <laughs> <laughs> I did too. <laughs> and like,
0: what do I say? They're all like closed ended questions. Like, questions that are ever going to spark a conversation. So I was like, what do I say now? And so I just looked at him and I said, what are you guys doing here? And I think you said something like having a drink. And
1: I was very. Like, where is
0: this going? And I was like, okay, whatever. I ordered my drink and I kind of just walked away. I oh. went back to the table and she goes, how did it go? And I was like, you don't want to know. I left it at that. And then I needed to get another drink a little bit later, so I went back down to the bar and we struck up a conversation by this
1: place. Third time lucky. Third
0: time lucky. Like, yeah, you were just like, this chick's relentless, let's see what she's all about.
1: So, <laughs> I was intrigued, definitely intrigued. We, we
0: struck up a conversation and um, Aaron told me that he surfed and I was totally into surfing at this stage because i have been trying to learn, but um, it just couldn't get down very often. Another story, but I actually had my car written off because I was teaching a friend how to drive and she had a car accident in the car and nearly t- the car T-boned me. Anyway, we survived. The car got written off. <laughs> another story for another day. <laughs> but this is why I wasn't able to surf very much because I didn't have a car. So anyway, um, when he told me he'd learned he surfed, I said, amazing. Can we go for a surf? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. That's fine. And I said, What about tomorrow? <laughs> no, actually actually
1: you didn't he did, she didn't say that right there. She said, Cool, can we go surf? I said, Yeah, for sure, I wouldn't go surfing. And you were really starting to grow on me by then because I knew there was so something so totally different about you yeah. that I'd not like experienced in another girl before. Because <laughs> just the way that you were so forthright and like outgoing in the way that you were in your approach <laughs> yeah. and like quirky as
0: <laughs> with an ocker accent and missing too well, it was
1: really really quirky so and then he which, said to me
0: what do you do for work and i'm like i'm a butcher, a butcher.
1: <laughs> which is great yeah. which is great but when you said to me when when she said um, can we go surfing and i said yeah for sure she went oh cool that's awesome looking forward to it and then
0: well, it was then i wanted to go dance so I handed him my wallet and I said, can you hold my wallet? And Aaron was like, what? Like, what girl asked you to hold my wallet? No, I didn't care. I had no money in it. I was going to go steal my key card. <laughs>
1: I, didn't care. I still remember it was a, it was, you know, one of those, those old surfy <laughs> wallets with rib curl on it with the Velcro. <laughs> so it had like the Velcro and stuff like that. And it was definitely like an older used wallet. And I was like, wow. Okay. I'll hold you a Velcro wallet. Let's do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. oh, well, and I went and danced for a while. And then um, I think Aaron was wanting to go. And so he came up, he came up and danced with me for a little bit. And then he goes, I'm going to, I'm going to bounce. I'm going to head off. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm super excited to go surfing and he's like, yeah, awesome. And I was like, tomorrow? And he goes, okay, I've got the day off. Sure. That sounds great. And I said, sweet. And in my mind, I already had thought we were going surfing tomorrow. I've got this unique ability to connect dots that don't exist. (laughs) When you
1: say you're going to do something, you do it right now. Yeah, I do it now. It's happening now. Take action. Yeah,
0: take (laughs) action. (laughs) And so anyway, Aaron's like, okay, cool. Where are your friends? And I was like, oh, they've gone. And he goes, what do you mean they've gone? I said, well, we're going surfing tomorrow. And he goes, but that's tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, but I am like staying with you because we're going surfing tomorrow. And he goes, why would you be staying with me? He didn't know at this stage I lived in Brisbane. So goes, no, no,
1: the way that you positioned it was yeah. hilarious because it was 1 in the morning. Like I'd, um, had a couple of beers, like I wasn't drinking and,
0: and you didn't know I lived in Brisbane. And I came so like,
1: hey, up to her and I said, look, I said, it's 1.30, I'm, I'm hitting the road. I said, um, here's your wallet back. And then I looked around and she's sort of like on the dance floor, like dancing around and stuff like that, having a good time. But I couldn't see any of her friends that were there. And I said, where are your friends? And she said, oh, they've all gone home. I've gone, okay, well, um, are you okay to get home? She goes, and she didn't say anything. I said, well, I'll pay for a cab for you to get home.
0: No, this is because I said to you we we're going surfing tomorrow. I thought I'd stay with you, and you were like, "No, yes, that's, that's tomorrow." Right. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." And he goes, "I'll I'll pay for a cab for you to go home." And I He's... uncontrollably laughed. I remember. And he was like. Why are you laughing? And I was like, it's going to be an expensive cab ride. And he goes, why? And I said, well, I live in Brisbane. And you should have seen the look on his face. It was like, oh my God. So the Gold Coast to Brisbane.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Gold Coast to Brisbane is around about, probably about an hour and a little bit. So I would have been a very expensive cab ride. But yeah, 200 and
0: something dollars at the time. Yeah, so so that- yeah. I was, I was just giggling. I was like, "Well, as far as I'm concerned, we're going surfing tomorrow, and I'm gonna crash on your couch." So, so surfing—that was
1: the plan. So anyway, long story short, I said, "Okay, I'll drive. <laughs> let's let's go."
0: So we stayed at his house. It was completely squeaky clean. I just crashed there.
1: But yeah. I still remember like coming in because this is the funny thing: because you'd have you'd have a, a couple of drinks by then, right? Yeah, yeah, I was pretty and, drunk. Um, <laughs> It's, and it's just like, it's my style. Like, I'm not going to do anything with a, a drunk girl I've just met. Yeah. It's just how I am. anyway, we walked in the front door and I've got my surfboards in the, uh, in the entrance as you come in <laughs> and like wetsuits and stuff like that. Um, because it was winter.
0: Yeah, it was winter. I remember it was winter. It was
1: winter. in July. It was in July. So then. I remember her eyes, like your eyes lighting up as you walked through the door and you saw the surfboards and the wetsuit and I said, here's yours for tomorrow and you were like, get in and try to put it on at like quarter to two in the morning. It was hilarious. (laughs) I
0: laid my surfboard out, I laid... Aaron's wetsuit out. Yeah. I mean, look at the size of his shoulders compared to mine. Now, I would have drowned in that thing. You <laughs>
1: did.
0: I couldn't wear it. It was too big. So anyway, the next morning we got up and there was, we went to go for a surf and there was no surf. I'm talking. Like it was so flat, and so we were like, <laughs> Oh man, I was so geed up and pumped for this. So instead, we went for breakfast, and so we went to this little restaurant called 123 that was in Broadbeach, Beach. Um, yeah. had breakfast there, and that was when we really got to know each other. Like, mm. we were talking a lot about like. Our likes, our passions, our music music, our families, all of that kind of stuff. And although Aaron didn't grow up a Jehovah's Witness, he did grow up a Roman Catholic and so we had that in common as well. I could well. just see
1: like I could see the values like yeah. in you, like I could see the, the really good core values that like, I immediately became attracted to yeah. the quirks and all the other stuff. I was like, whoa, this is weird. But, like, the values <laughs> shone, shone through, and that was what really attracted me to you.
0: Yeah. Anybody listening to this who knows me, they'd just be laughing oh, right now, is. going, yep, that's her. That's a- <laughs> but anyway, we, we just, Aaron, then, the being the, the massive heart that he is, decided he would drive me all the way back to Brisbane because um, he didn't want to put me on the train. Being the romantic, old school romantic you are. So he drove all the way back to Brisbane and we pulled up into the driveway. And I remember on the drive back thinking to myself, I've never met anybody like him. Like, I actually think this is the one. But, you know, you don't want to get your hopes up. You sort of, you you kind of think, oh, no, don't be silly. Like, I've only just met him. So anyway, you kind of reserve judgment. But I honestly thought I think I might have met the one. We pulled up into my driveway in Brisbane. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh. And he goes, what? And I said, I don't have keys. And he goes, "What do you mean?"
1: I locked my keys inside. No, I
0: said I didn't bring them. I <laughs> went with my friends. They had keys. That's and he's what like, I
1: remember.
0: Oh my god, this this girl's a hot mess. Honestly,
1: so you, you asked, asked me to break into the house. I
0: did. I said, "Can you break into my house?" And he goes, "How do you expect me to do that?" And I said, "Well." <laughs> Got a plan <laughs> around the back <laughs> around the back. I used to have birds. I had these um, Indian ring necks, they're beautiful parrot, but I had an, a, an aquarium at the back. And so I said to Aaron, you have to jump up on top of the aquarium and climb in through the bathroom window, and then you can come around into the front and unlock the front door. Mm. And he's like, Okay, alright, seems simple enough. So he we went around the back, jumped onto the aquarium, opened up the bathroom window came down I'm la- the bathroom. I'm laughing
1: inside. Let me tell this part because it, it happened to me. So I need to put you you guys into my shoes. So I've just met this girl the night before. She's asked me to, um, if my drink was spiked, she asked me to hold her wallet. Then she said, she laughed at me when I said I'd shout her a cab ride home. She lived in Brisbane and then expected to stay with me to go surfing the next day. So put yourself in that position. Then, I expected
0: him to break into my house. And then
1: after I drove her back up to Brisbane, we really hit it off though, which was cool. I'm climbing up this bird cage on the side of this double story old Queenslander house in Brisbane, and then I like make it through this little. Um, I see this little toilet window, so I, I get the window and I sort of. It was it was open, I think. Yeah, it was was open. I had to push it up. That's right, a little bit more. So I'm trying to squeeze my shoulders into this little window, which would have been about that wide. So I remember putting myself in like this, and then putting my and I saw a toilet that was beneath it. So I've got my hand on the toilet bowl, lowering myself down. My legs are dangling out the window. (laughs)
0: Hand on the basin.
1: Hand on the basin. So my hands on the basin, one's on the like the the toilet, balancing, like trying to like I had no hands spare, right? And then I gotta quickly tell you a quick pre-frame story about the next thing that happened because I love dogs and we've got a dog. I've always had dogs growing up. However, I'm really scared of small dogs. And the reason being is because my Nana had this little tiny Jack Russell Terrier, a white one, which is the only dog that's ever bitten me. And I've got a scar on my hand here from it um, from one day where it just went bang and, and bit me. So I've had a real scare and a real phobia about little dogs. Jack Russell's in particular, white ones in particular. Good then, job. guess what I had? <laughs> guess what Jade had? And guess what I met as I've got my leg dangling out the window, one hand on the toilet bomb, one hand on the basin. I hear this panting. I look up and there is this little white devil in front of me.
0: <laughs> he wasn't a devil. He was... To me, it was. <laughs> His name is Charlie. And... He's a
1: great dog, but at the time, I was petrified, right? And I had, like, I've got goosebumps talking about it now. <laughs> because I had the fear run through me which made me freeze up and then I looked up and it locked eye contact with me and then I looked at it and I said good boy and then it started wagging its tail and started panting I was like oh my gosh he came up and licked me on the nose I lowered myself down went into the house unlocked the door I was like oh my goodness (laughs) before he
0: unlocked the door he got lost in my shoebox of a house I'm standing on the front door knocking and he's at the back door and I'm going, (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah.
1: couldn't find you it either. was
0: hilarious it, by this stage we were absolutely hooked on each other we were like this is such was, a good it was pretty eventful so. wasn't it? It, was yeah. it
1: it was exciting
0: it was so yeah. anyway we, we kept swapped numbers and we decided that we were going to go on another date and that was nearly 11 years ago now so yeah. it was a while ago Um, but I'll keep Aaron here for the rest of the story because he's been here for the whole journey in terms of the rest of my story as well and, and how it led me to being you know the Entrepreneur, I am. The the wife, I am, and also lawyer, employee, I am,
1: accountant, <laughs> business owner. <laughs> Great friend to so many people. Great <laughs> wife. You're just yeah. You're amazing.
0: So I we we started dating for a while. I moved in within three months. Um, I I'm left i never lived with a guy before, so this is the first time. I knew within three months I had to to be with Aaron. So
1: I think the toothbrush the toothbrush came within the first week, though. <laughs> you know I the tooth said. the toothbrush that ends up in the in the in the second hole there when you're a, when you're a bachelor. <laughs> That's what happened within the first week.
0: I was just so genuine and carefree i was like well i'm, I'm thinking logically i'm gonna be back so i don't want to forget my toothbrush i leave it here i even sent charlie down there to stay for a week to make her everything was okay <laughs> i was like if charlie can survive a week maybe i'll survive living with him That's right. He was living the full bachelor life. Within a week. Kangaroo steak and pineapple juice
1: only in the fridge. I remember all I I had in the fridge was kangaroo steaks and pineapple juice. (laughs) Because I remember the morning that we went, oh, the morning you stayed over, the first night, the first time you stayed over that night we just described, in the morning I said to her, would you like some breakfast? I can cook. And she said, "Yeah, sure." So I went to the fridge. I don't know what I was thinking. Open it up. Kangaroo steak and pineapple juice. And I said, "Do you feel like kangaroo steak and pineapple juice for breakfast?"
0: <laughs> no, I hate meat. I don't like the taste of meat. So we, me. so yeah, we went know, out. Juice. Anyway, um, fast forward a couple of years. Um, I was working at Woolies still. I was managing the different departments. I think I was managing the deli, the meat section, the perishable section as an assistant manager and I was getting really restless and bored. And the reason that actually sparked me becoming a lawyer, we were talking about this yesterday, actually, on our, on our drive up to Binibara. Um There was one moment that was so significant that kind of changed the course of my life. In tomorrow's episode, I'm going to share with you the very moment that changed the whole course of my life and it's the moment that then paved the way for me becoming a lawyer becoming an entrepreneur and everything else that has happened since then so stay tuned for tomorrow's episode if you found value in this podcast please let me know by leaving a review it takes 30 seconds and tells me that you're loving receiving the content from me It takes time to think of, record and edit these podcasts and I do it to help you on your journey. So please let me know what you think. If you're ready to launch a business, I have a brand new course which will give you the coaching I've been doing with my one-on-one clients for the past four years inside of a group coaching platform without the expensive price tag of the one-on-one coaching and it's delivered online with weekly check-ins so even the busiest person like me can manage the course load. I work a full-time job, am studying at uni and running my own successful consulting business so everything I create for you as my client is tested to make sure it can be achieved with the busiest lifestyle. I've priced the course so it's cheaper than a couple of Uber Eat meals a week and you will get me as your business coach taking you through the entire process to launch a business successfully with the proper foundations for growth. So if you're ready to take the next step to break your mold and achieve the lifestyle you deserve, click on the link in the show notes and sign up for the Launchpad course. If you haven't got a business idea yet, I offer a seven-day business idea challenge, which will help you find your purpose or why in life and match it with any number of epic business ideas. You do this challenge with a group of people so you can bounce ideas around and learn from everybody's insights. The challenge has been a huge success, so if you're ready to find your purpose or an epic business idea and learn how to validate it before launching it, sign up for the challenge and join our next intake. I appreciate you all for listening, and I hope you have an amazing day wherever you're listening in the world.